It's the Whatever Man Podcast. Here fucking around, uh, shit didn't happen. Hold on, get that just a little bit closer. There we go. Uh, last time it was a little bit too loud. Oh, okay. Well, just back it off. Don't put it off to the side because you want to talk straight into it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, a lot of shit didn't happen. Gene Wilder died. R.I.P. to that goofy motherfucker. God damn, I love Gene Wilder. I grew up with that motherfucker. Um, Mr. Fuji, he passed away. Yeah. R.I.P. to the devious one. Man, all my wrestling heroes is dead, man. That's what I don't get. All, all, all the great wrestlers... They didn't pass on. All of them gone except for Hogan. And then we got to find out Hulk Hogan's racist in the moment. I would have preferred that Hogan died. And I never had to find out about all the, all that weird shit with his family and him being racist. And, come on, man. You can't tell me you don't think it's some weird fuck shit going on with his family, right? I mean, I've seen a video with... Uh, that his wife... That he fucked his best friend's wife. That's the chick that he did the sex tape with. That's one of his, that's one of his best friend's wives. And then, you look at the chick that he was fucking in that. Then you look at his ex-wife, who's now dating a bit, dating some dude, some like 22, 23-year-old, that looks exactly like her son. And all the Hogan's girls, even the mama, all of them look exactly like his daughter. And they from Florida. <laughs> yeah, I I prefer Hogan just just kick the bucket, and I never had to learn none of this shit about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> shit, that motherfucker! I used to be out there posing and shit. I can think all of us did. God damn. Had man. that Hulk, uh, Hulkamania tape. Yeah. Yeah, that motherfucking song. That, dun, dun, dun. When the dirt, dun, 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 and the chips are down. Dun, dun. Ah, how did I fucking. <laughs> I can't. I know the beat. Yeah. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. Oh, come on, man. Oh, there was another song. Well, the other song was when he was with the NWO and he came out to no, Jimi Hendrix. No, 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 no. I'm talking about back in, the 80s. Child. back in the eighties. Back in the eighties, he he made a tape. That one tape. Man, cause man, come on, man. We lost. We got that. Like the one that hurt me was Roddy Piper. When Roddy Piper died. That shit hurt. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm thankful Ricky Steamboat's still around. 
because that was my dude. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was one of my favorites. Uh, but then we had to find out that fuck shit about Jimmy Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Apparently he killed some bitch back in the eighties. <laughs> you hear about that shit? Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Superfly Snooker came off the top turnbuckle and dropped an atomic elbow right in the middle of this bitch. <laughs> Actually, I think he stabbed a bit. <laughs> like, like, yeah, man. Like, all my heroes, man. Like, that shit happened. And, hey, man, come on, man. How much How much joy did Gene Wilder bring? I mean, stir crazy. Young Frankenstein. Yeah, Young Frankenstein. Motherfucking uh, Blazing Saddles. Like, all his shit was with Mel Brooks. Yeah. All that shit was genius. The only one I haven't seen, I haven't seen the producers yet. I haven't watched the producers yet, but I heard the producers is funny, the motherfucker. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That's not no Mel Brooks shit, but, you know, that's classic shit. Is the producers the one that's that silent one? I think it's got a silent part to it. Because it's the one where uh, it's two dudes. Uh, raising money to to do a production that they know is gonna fail. They're trying to milk the money out of out of people. Black and white. No, black and white is a young Frankenstein. But yeah, man. Anyway, like just the shit he did with uh, hear no evil, see no evil. Come on, man. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Is that John, uh, was that was that lady in red that he was in? With the hot, yeah, it was Lady in Red. That was Lady in Red because that was that joint with Gene Wilder, and then they had the other joint with uh with uh Martin. God damn, I can't even think of these dudes' names. Uh, Steve the Martin, nose. yeah, Steve Martin when he did Cyrano the Bergerac. We had the big nose, and he was trying to hit on yeah. Those are two of my favorite movies as a kid. Was Lady in Red and motherfucking uh, Cyrano. Yeah, man. Ooh. But I mean, I know, I know he'd been going through it. You know, he had Alzheimer's and all that shit. You know, I hope he ain't had no pain. I hope his family was around him. I know how that shit is personally. I recently went through some shit like that a couple years ago. I know how hard it is to, to see that. But man, this motherfucking Gene Wilder, man. Like, that yeah. shit hurt. That shit hurt. Like usually, I don't like I. I care because I don't even want to see nobody die except maybe Trump. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, like, because I don't know him like that. But, like, man, it's just like, dude, like, I, it made me think about it. I was like, damn, man, Mel all in the motherfucker, too. And it's still kicking. Yeah, but, like, when Mel go. Like that's gonna hurt hard, man. When when Mel go, Jesus, man. Hey, look, man. We got Mel as as far as comedy goes. Uh, Clint Eastwood dies. That's gonna hurt me. Yeah. Uh, Al Pacino dies. Yeah. De Niro oh. dies. Eventually, it's gonna happen to Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Stallone is pumping motherfucking baby placentas <laughs> and HGH directly into his ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> that, mother- that, mother- 
motherfucker is huge. He bigger now than he was in Rocky. <laughs> that motherfucker got that one fucking big ass vein in his neck. Look like a water. <laughs> it's bigger than uh, Rambo. That shit. That motherfucker's. God damn. Like whatever the fuck Stallone. Although I will say this: Have you seen Stallone's daughters? Mm-mm. Jesus. And I'm talking about the two older ones. I'm not talking about the young one. I don't know how old the young one is. I'm not talking about her. Okay? We moved on from that. I've moved on from that. But yeah, man. Oh. Uh, I, <laughs> I ain't even seen them. Yeah. No, I'm talking about just talking about 16-year-old bitches on oh. the podcast. I'm not <laughs> doing that no more. Oh. Yeah, man. Like... Yeah, man, like, it's it's getting to be that time, man. Although, and you know what's fucked up? Is that when these good ones pass on, like, these, these staples of our childhood, when they, when, they, when they die and they, you know, they go away, you start to realize how many of the shitty ones are left over. Because, like, we talking about Stallone and because we already lost Patrick Swayze. But I mean, like, like you gonna have Kurt Russell gonna die, uh, motherfucking Stallone, Schwarzenegger, you know, all these cats, they gonna pass away, and then we gonna be sitting up here, looking around and being like, yo, how the fuck is Steven Seagal still alive? <laughs> right? I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna be 106, swearing to God he can still... Slap box motherfuckers in a submission. Like, that. God. You know, this is what Tara looked like. Back when she was, uh, 15, 16. I bet. Think she might be related to Sly? No. Not saying that. Yeah, man. I I wanted to start this off because I didn't want to go through the podcast, get a couple beers deep, and forget to shout Gene Wild out. Yeah, no, I seen that picture. That's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't know what Sylvester Stallone's daughters look like, you need to Google that shit immediately. <laughs> immediately. I'm putting my thumb on the youngest one. Okay. There's only two that should be looked at. <laughs> yeah, your thumb kind of long on that picture, man. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Trying to get that girl to find <laughs> <laughs> the brown hornet. <laughs> no, but seriously, he got some beautiful motherfucking daughter. Uh, I guess that shit would be disrespectful as fuck if I was fucking one of them and I busted nothing. I was like, Stallone come here. What are you doing with my daughters? I'd be like, they drew first blood. (laughs) (laughs) 
Remo. Money shit. Well, wait a minute. This, while we, while we, we're gonna get to the hip hop okay. section. But uh, while we on the celebrities, shout to your girl Rosario Dawson. See, I was want to ask you about that. Shout to Rosario. God damn it. What's up? Nothing, man. She she noticed us. Like I just this is weird. I mean, I I didn't really get the post. There was too many hashtags. Oh, yeah, well, uh, basically, uh, oh, and shout out, shout out to the hashtag Blackout Podcast, because, uh, they're kind of how this whole thing started, and I mean, it's not like a huge thing, it's not a huge thing, but, um, basically, on social media, they put out, you know, uh, to the people who follow them on Twitter, which we do. Excuse me. They uh, they said, who is or was your celebrity crush? So, I gave them who is now and who was when I was a kid. Now, who it was when I was a kid, it's honestly, both of them can still get it right now. I'm not going to lie. Is Elvira and Connie Chung. I grew up watching it. I love the news. You know this. I love the news and I love politics. I love Connie Chung. And if you don't remember what Connie Chung looked like when she was young, when she was still a field reporter, shit, Connie Chung was sexy as fuck back then. Nice little body on her, cute face. She used to wear them fucking 70s and 80s dresses with no bra on them little titties was swinging and percolating. I like Connie Chung. She was a smart news lady and she was pretty. I like Connie Chung. Elvira's part of the reason why I love uh, horror movies and shit. <laughs> uh, but then... It was like who if if I gotta pick one who is my celebrity crush, like who's the celebrity chick that I like the most out of all the celebrity chicks? Cause I mean we've already talked about Rihanna and uh, Beyonce and Michelle Obama with that wagon she did. You see that pic? Woo, Michelle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't Barack, you like bruh. <laughs> well, you know, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they don't let black people in the Senate because they'd be standing across the street at the White House looking at Michelle like, mm, you know, Barack ain't hitting that right. 
But no, I had to, I picked Rosario Dawson because come on, man, she's 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 smart and she was fine. She's pretty as fuck. She's a, she's a decent actress. She was fine. Yeah, Connie Chuck, yeah. But she got old. But dude, I mean, she was in her twenties when I was like three. So. <laughs> So, I mean, look, uh, so, you know, I gave my answer. So, we went back and forth on the whole thing because they were like, Connie Chubb. So, then I had to put the picture up of her standing up in front of the White House when she was in her 20s or whatever. And it was like, okay, okay, we get it. But the whole time, we going back and forth. Because every time you reply, it replies to everybody on the thing. So I kept it. I guess the conversation kept going back to Rosario Dawson because I had tagged her in one of the in one of the things. So it kept going back. So I don't know. Sometime last night, she liked a couple of the tweets. Like she, I guess she noticed it, and she was just, you know, going through liking shit on. Twitter. <laughs> I was like, "I okay. see you out there." We see you out there, Rosario. So, I just want to extend my appreciation for it. You know, I'm, I'm just glad she's out there. I'm glad she's out there on Twitter. She's actually, you know, interacting with her fans and shit. You know, respect due to that shit. And I'm putting it out there. Rosario, Rosario got like, it's like, you take Jennifer Lawrence's and all the mother supposed to be whatever super fine celebrities. I'll take Rosario any day. Shit, the chick was oh, bad. Chicks. And and kids. Yeah. I don't know who she was, but she's like fifteen, sixteen in that movie. We ain't that much older than her. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of how old she is. But, that man, like kids, come on, man. She she been in some shit. Kids, uh, that motherfucking movie she produced, Descent, which is woo, Jesus Christ, it's one of the most 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 terrifying revenge fucks. Uh, that new scene in Alexander when she's running around on the bed, uh, trance, that new movie she was in, uh, and goddamn it, I mean, she playing night nurse on. Motherfucking Daredevil series in, on Netflix. Yes. Rosario's in the Marvel Universe. Shout out to that shit. Um, so, I mean, I'm a fan. Like, I, I even got the, the uh, comic book her and her brother did together. Yeah, she's in the comic books too. That's part of the reason why I like her too. So, I mean, she's in all kind of shit. So, She's into that shit. She's into politics. I like her. So, uh, yeah. And I mean, there's other, you know, there's other. But see, that's the thing, though, is that when you say crush, because, like, there's plenty of chicks in Hollywood that, you know, if I had the chance to slide up in that, slide up in those DMs, as they say. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I mean, I can name a hundred girls like that. When you talk about crush, that means somebody that you actually like. And, like, that's the only... Like, I would... I would 
go on a date with Rosario Dawson. Like, I would take her out somewhere. And she would have to take me out. Because I'm broke as fuck. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> What was that, um, the news lady? Uh, damn it. She went to, God, she was on channel, uh, did you ever watch morning news? Uh, here or? Here. Yeah. Um, Valdez. She was on. had it uh got it man WKXN news back in uh 08 no 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 uh 2009 2010 Valdez damn it she Sorry, fellas, my brains. Cause see, I know. Well, I mean, I meant she would cut you. She was just a slender chick. Oh, sexy yeah, as shit. She just sit there and she'll cut her eye. The, I know you talking about. I know you talking about. I can't remember. I was name. like, man, she looking at me. I would come downstairs every morning and smoke a joint and watch the news. I, I know you talking about. I can't remember her name, but I mean, you want to talk about? Like to me. The sexiest new lady in Austin is the traffic lady uh, for KXAN, uh, Amanda Dugan. <sighs> Dugan! All them titties. Dugan! All them titties. Dugan! All them titties. Dugan! Yes, Amanda Dugan. Now there's a news lady. Now, I'll go with Amanda Dugan. No, I'm saying that's that's the one now. A weather like, lady. There's a weather got, lady. You got Jenny Lee uh, from Fox. From Fox Seven, you know I love Asians, so <laughs> that's probably dude Connie Chung. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Shannon Wilson, she's pretty. She's really small too. I've met her before. She's really nice. She's fucking tiny though. It's, it's actually kind of funny because like her standing up and her sitting in a chair at the desk, same height. <laughs> Talk about that woman on Fox News? No, not on Fox News. She's on uh, KXAN. She does the evening news with that old white dude. Mm. Always wears like a red blouse or whatever. But yeah, man, like... Because, I mean, come on now. This, and there's tons of... But, you know... But, you know, as far as uh, movies go... All the ones that, you know, all the ones I like are old as shit. Yeah. You know? Pam Greer can still get it, though. Well, I ain't taking... I forgot about that. Um, It's like... uh, What's her name? I don't know if she's still alive, but... uh, Mule for Sister Sarah. Raquel Welch? No. She's, she was bad too, but no. Uh, she just turned 76. McLean. Shirley McLean. Shirley McLean. Okay. 
Sterling McLean was bad, man. Yeah. She was. Raquel was bad. Jane Fonda was bad. But I mean, you know it's my favorite old school picture though. Right, two of my favorite old school movie stars in it. That one with uh, Sophia Loren and Jane Mansfield. When Jane Mansfield got the titties out, so Sophia Loren looking at her, giving her the side eye, like, look at this bitch over what here. What movie was that from? That's not from a oh, movie. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this bitch didn't come over here with her titties out, my husband sitter. Like, what is your movie? <laughs> like, she put him on the train, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> If you've never seen that picture, you gotta look at because that is side eye personified. So Phil Loren and Jane Mansfield. But she kept looking at them titties. Yeah, though. Jane was like, so Phil was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she was all in them titties. Yeah. Yeah, man, so. Yeah, I mean that was that was that's that's my thing. Like I'm not I'm not into the whole celebrity thing like that. Like there's a couple like penis and girls or whatever, but and I mean they they pretty to look at. Some of them are really talented, you know, whatever. But I I don't get into it like that. Like you know, if I'm thinking about fucking. The last thing I'm gonna do is go look up a movie scene that don't have a bitch squirting something shit out of it. Like, if you wanna talk about something about celebrities that I fuck, you start bringing up porno, I can, I can name a hundred of them motherfuckers. And that goes. Alright. Oh shit, here we go. It's gonna get nasty up in this motherfucker. Go ahead. Go ahead. He just started rubbing his hands together like bird, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alright, we're gonna do this. Cause everybody like lists. Everybody like lists. And and uh the listeners, when you listen to this, uh reply on SoundCloud or hit us up on Twitter at whatever man pod. We going cause we don't, we don't want to do take the shit. We don't want this we don't want this shit to take all night. Uh top five porn stars. Top five. Top five. Damn it. Top all right, five. all right, all right, all right. I'm going to start with Sarah J. She looked like a horse. Okay. <laughs> 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 but I'm saying. Let's go on Tumblr and type in. Ah, <laughs> uh, what is her name? Um, good. All right, so that's Sarah, Sarah oh. Jade. Another one. Okay. Another one. Now I'm just saying she's my favorite one. Okay. She's my favorite one. One of my favorites. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. Uh, but she she need makeup. Without that makeup on, she she dog ugly. All right. That's Leah Love. Leah Love? Never heard of. Her. 
No okay, now another one of my favorite, favorite, favorites, okay. and she got she quit because it's an anal scene. Oh Jesus! <clears throat> you going with a broke back bitch? <laughs> uh, uh, Tia Sweets. Tia Sweets. I never heard of Tia Sweets. <gasps> Never heard of Tia Sweets. Okay, but keep going, keep going. Tia Sweets. Um, okay, so now we're gonna have to get to skinny one. I can't remember this one blonde, so I'm gonna have to say Amay Lou. I don't know uh-huh. if I Amay. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Amay Lou. M A M A I L U I. Okay. All right, so that's full. Uh, one more. Alright, fine, fuck it. What's her name? Just this I'm just gonna go old school. She's old. Uh she's still in porn. She's she got a great ass. I know her titties is fake. What's her name? White girl? Yeah. Nina Hartley? Yes! Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Nina Hartley. Yes. Sexy motherfucker. She's like nine hundred years old. She shit. Shit, shit. You know she a sex therapist. You know she actually has a like a like a college degree. Hey, Nina Hartley, sex in the motherfucker. I had I almost went to uh, when I was stationed in Hawaii. Don't worry about. When I was stationed in Hawaii, um, when we used to go to centerfolds, she used to uh, do club dates there. Oh shit! And we had the uh, we had the the VIP pass, man. We were supposed to go, and then some fuck shit happened, and we we ended up not going. But to segue into my top five, I actually met one of my top five at Centerfolds. So, because everybody know I like the Asians. Now, see, you, you, you didn't give me that. I had no time to think. I, think. I can go. I couldn't go on uh, Asa Akira. Asa Akira is nice. She's cute. Whatever, uh, she is a dirty. That is a dirty bitch. Yeah. Um, she. <laughs> but I'm gonna go Mimi Miyagi. Mimi Miyagi is okay. I do know her. Oh, um, okay. Um, <laughs> Mimi Miyagi's athletic. Miyagi has one of the tightest bodies I've ever seen on a chick. Like I know the I know the titties are fake. Whatever, whatever. Uh, great ass, and she's Japanese. Great ass. Does the splits. She is she is an amazing amazing sexual athlete. Uh, so I'm gonna start off with Mimi, and these are in no particular order. I don't rank my top five. These are just five of the ones that I like. Um, next, I'm gonna go with some new blood. Kelsey Monroe. Look that shit up. Kelsey Monroe. Woo. Um, okay. Gianna Michaels. Because I got to give me a big bitch in there. And Gianna is the finest big bitch you can find. Here he is. But she loud, though. She is. I don't she give a fuck. Not, uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Put a ball gag in her mouth. I don't give a fuck. Um, With a K? Kelsey, yeah. K-E-L-S-I-M-O-N-R-O-E. Kelsey Monroe. Um, 
Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, ooh, Ice with Fox. Oh, before the plastic surgery. Yeah, before before the before the fake titties. Yeah, but I don't like them titties. Ice with Fox, come on, man. You know who Mama is, right? Yeah. Bad decisions running that family. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> so we got Mimi Miyagi, Gianna Michaels, Monroe, Kelsey Monroe. You serious? Oh, you gotta see her in motion. That's the thing is, you gotta see it in motion. I, I'll show you some shit. Uh, she got a fat ass. So I'm just hoping. See what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> so. Guess I'll shut up. <laughs> so um. Yeah, uh, and then, uh, yeah, so Kelsey, and then number five, see, I go back and forth with that fifth, it's like picking the top five in hip-hop when you're talking about MCs, because you don't want to leave nobody out with that fifth spot, that fifth one is always hard, it's always hard to go, because, like, I love Daisy Marie. Oh. That is a nasty little skinny Mexican yeah, bitch. Yeah, she is. <laughs> God, I forgot about her, man. And then you got Mika Tan. Uh, uh, Belladonna. Oh. You know what? That's what I'm putting in there. Belladonna, because every once in a while, you got to have a freak nasty in the crew. <laughs> Belladonna honestly scares the fuck out of me sometimes. I dropped my phone on one scene, man. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with Belladonna. And if you ain't never seen none of Belladonna shit, you ain't been watching porn. Oh, but then you got Legend. You got like Sasha Gray. And you got Tia, Tia, uh, not Tia Carrera. What the fuck is her name? Um, uh, the big Filipino bitch. Oh, oh, uh, Lily Time. I forgot about Lily Time. Um, damn. See, now I'm doing it. I'm going off. <laughs> what the fuck is that girl's name, though? She's married to the uh, dude in the rock band with all the tattoos. What about Obsession? I don't know Obsession. Yeah, fuck you know who Obsession is. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. I think she retired. This is light-skinned oh. black, black chick. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, so, I mean, that's... that's you know what? I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Belladonna because I think I hit. I think I hit all of the major demographics. Cause like Lily Ty, cause see, if I was gonna take somebody out, I had to take out Mimi. But I don't want to take Mimi out because Mimi is one of the few actual porn stars that I've actually met. And that's just a that's just a special place in my life. She always gonna hold a special place in my heart. Cause I got a picture of her naked doing the split with me and my friend holding each leg. 
there's, there's, there's no, nothing is ever going to replace that. But God damn it. If Lily Ty ain't one of my favorite Asians, if Lily Ty is a go-to Asian. Uh, see, she looks like a little bit like Hella Hunter. She looks a little bit like Hella Hunter. Huh, I just don't, I don't remember her. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you go with black, when you go with black points, so I was like, you got Hella Hunter, India, uh, Vanessa. Uh, there's a ton of there's a ton of black porn stars or whatever. Oh, and did you know my new term for midget strippers and midget hookers are tater thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> so anytime you see a short hole, that's what she's called. She's a she's a tater thought. That is completely off the subject. Anyway, yeah, I don't want to go into no okay. long detailed conversation about porn stars but that's my five you heard Jaren's five and if you do not know like I said Kelsey Monroe is new look that up look at that in motion though because you don't get the full context of what Kelsey Monroe is until you see it in motion or you see a video where she's doing gymnastics because she used to be in gymnastics. She do all kind of contortionist splits and shit. She is. Another skinny one I like is uh, Piper Perry. I do remember Piper Perry. But my favorite skinny one is Sasha Gray because Sasha Gray is just a nasty. Her and Daisy Marie are two of the nasty. But I'm not going to call them skinny. Piper Perry is skinny. Yeah. Amay Lou is skinny. Yeah. Sasha Gray. And then you got Andressa Daisy Sarah Marie. Ass. Charlie Sweets. Charlie Sweets is sexy than a motherfucker. I like ass. I like me a nice ass. Um, I like TV shit. I just like women. It don't make a difference to me. It don't. I'm talking about it like I give a fuck. I, I really don't. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, hit us up. Because, you know. It's always good to exchange some pervert information. Everybody needs some new shit. Like, I guarantee you, Jeremy's going to be looking up Kelsey Monroe videos <laughs> sometime later in the evening. Um, but yeah, on to the hip-hop conversation. Um, Before we get to that subject, could yeah. you please just go a little bit further on to what the fuck is going on with Young Jock? Or whatever his fucking name is, is he is he is he is he is he a fag? Is he playing touch butt? What what's going on? I don't think so. I think Jock changed. I'm serious. I seriously think Jock changed his hair for like this movie or some video thing that he was doing, and he just didn't say nothing to nobody, and he came out with that stupid ass fucking conk. Look, cause I've never seen Jock. I don't know fuck shit. Now look, you suspect anyway if you grown and live in Atlanta. <laughs> if you grown and you black and you live in Atlanta, you might be gay. <laughs> you have a five percent chance, high chance of being gay in Atlanta than you do of saying you from anywhere else in the country. 
right. It's dudes in San Francisco. They find out you black and you live in Atlanta. They're like, oh, you gay? <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> I don't have nothing against gay people. My, my cousin is gay and lives in Atlanta. Gay as shit. But let's not, come on now, we're going to call a spade a spade, all right? <laughs> That's like if somebody, you're like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm from Compton. You wearing red shoes. Like, nigga, you a blonde? Of course they're going to ask you that question. But you live in Atlanta. You, hey, you ain't. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, Jacques got, he got a perm and live in Atlanta. The question's going to come up. I get it. I don't think so. But like I said, I don't know the man. And come on now. The only reason Jacques is still relevant is because his, he's on that stupid-ass reality show. He's on one of them fucking real housewives or how late love and hip hop or whatever the fuck that bullshit, that double, that double TV shit. He looked like with them glasses on, with the hair blowing in the wind, like he's playing that I'm coming up song. Yeah, I know. I know. Look, man, I know. And, and they slandered him. And I guarantee you that he would never, ever do that shit again because I seen a recent picture of him and he letting that shit dry out. You need to just cut that shit off. But anyway, like Jacques ain't made no music in a while. He ain't released no music anybody's heard. I'm sure he's in the studio like they always say. You know, I'm in the lab, man. You know, we doing shit. I don't know what the fuck you doing in there. Because ain't nobody heard nothing from Jacques since. What the fuck was the name of that song? The, going Down. Meet Me in the Trap. Yeah, Meet Me in the Trap. Going down, you know, ain't nobody heard nothing from Jock since then. So, I mean, but there, I was talking to this guy at work, and he was saying Pimp C was saying that hey, this whole rap game. Oh yeah, Pimp. Look, Pimp. Pimp has always said that, like he said that in numerous raps. When he talk about how many undercover homosexuals is in the rap game, and and this is the thing is like, I don't care if you gay. I care if you lying about you being because you now you just lying because that's supposed to be the whole thing about rap. It's supposed to be about authenticity. It's supposed to be about you being you and being unapologetic about the shit. Okay, if you're a gangster, really be a gangster. If you're not, don't be that. Don't say you that on no track. Because motherfuckers gonna expect that shit out of you, like Plies. Plies went to college. Plies is from the hood. He ain't no gangster. There's there's video of Plies running from video shoots where real gangster rappers went up and confronted him. He ain't no gangster. Everybody know that. Um, but you lie about it. So nobody wants you to lie about it. Now, now look. He went to college, sounding all ignorant and shit. Yeah. Oh, you should hear him when he when he's talking when he's not in character. He's 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 a he, he is what we used to call in the nineties a perpetrator. <laughs> motherfuckers walk around with beepers with the motherfuckers not turned on. <laughs> Buying the motherfucking uh, designer shirts from the from the flea market. That motherfucker is perpetrating. Plaza is not no fucking goon, like you say he is. Just like Rick Ross. Ain't no motherfucking goon, like he say. Although, you know what? I've heard dubious stories about Rick Ross. I'm not going to get into that. He definitely ain't fucking Freeway Rick Ross, though. Freeway Ricky Ross is from California. He did 20 years. Got himself out of jail. 
Shout out to Rick Ross. The real Rick Ross. That other dude, you had like two good songs. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm serious. Like, if motherfuckers talk about Rick Ross, Rick Ross has a good voice. He's not a good rapper. And he don't talk about shit. I got my Reeboks on. I'ma just do it. Like, the only... The only person... It's Nike, Because he had, he had <laughs> hustling. He had hustling. And he had that 100-year song from Django. When the slaves were walking around. Other than that... And I guess, no, BMF. He had that BMF. They, they think I'm Big Meech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he had three good songs. He had three good songs. You know, let that shit go. OT Genesis had one. And it wasn't even no song. That's just nobody could believe that nigga actually did a video where they had him backing up cracking the projects. Like, nigga, you ain't supposed to put this on video. The fuck are you doing? All y'all gonna go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That, uh... That that uh, yeah, that, I got bacon soup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You want to show me the fucking video? That was real shit. That was real enough. That couldn't. Come on, man. Dude, no, come on, no. But then, but then he'll be like, "Why they stopping my car?" <laughs> 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 this is racism. No, this is good detective work. He saw you. <laughs> Watching that shit, there's no way I'm in that house when they doing that video. I'm saying, <laughs> Does anybody get surprised when they find out some actor is gay? No. Does anybody get get surprised when they find out somebody who directs a movie or directs a TV series or one of the writers is gay? No. Does anybody get surprised when they found out that motherfucker that made iPhones is gay? No. So why would anybody think that in the music industry, just because it's rap, that that section of the music industry is immune to gay people. Right? Like, come on. Really? None of the people that, that spend all their time in nightclubs making beats, none of them gay? Mr. C is gay. Who the fuck is Mr. C? The motherfucker that found Biggie. <sighs> you hear Biggie shot him out all through fucking Ready to Die. Picking up transvestites numerous times. <laughs> he has been caught numerous times. And people always talk about how big, we're talking about how he had a dude that was from his neighborhood. Everybody knew he was gay. He would bring his boyfriend around all the time. The motherfuckers knew. And now people starting to think, oh, that was Mr. C. <laughs> Mr. C is gay. Now, does that mean he didn't know how to make a beat? No. Because gay or not. He may he may he may have done ready to die with six dicks in his mouth. Programmed the whole all the tracks. Is that gonna make me stop listening to it? Hell no. Ready to die is fucking amazing. <laughs> I don't care if the motherfucker was gay. Well one, because he ain't the one that was rapping. But yeah, like yeah, there's plenty of gay like come on man. 
You got rappers walking around here with stylists. If you're a rapper and you got a fucking stylist, <laughs> and you don't think that your stylist could possibly be yet, come on, man. Seriously? So you telling me nobody's gay? No, no. I didn't say that. No, I'm just saying. Oh, but that's, I, that's I didn't say saying. that. But that's the way rappers want us to think about this shit. Like, no, nobody's gay? Seriously? Nobody. Nobody. Because you had that guy that was with uh, Birdman. I don't know what his name yeah, is. Young Thug. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> hey, man. I don't have a problem with Young Thug being gay. I have a problem with Young Thug being gay and calling himself Young Thug. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to go to jail. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Pants around his ankles. Walking through the yard with his asshole whistling the, the Andy Griffith song. <laughs> Seriously, just fucking do it. Like, honestly, and I'm going to tell you, I'm tell, look, I've listened to a couple of Frank Ocean songs. I, I, I've i heard some. They're not bad. Frank Ocean's got talent. I'm just not into that R&B, hip-hop shit. That's why I don't like Chance the Rapper. That's why I don't like uh, Drake. That's why I don't listen to that shit. Like, Drake has, like, when Drake raps, Drake's all right. I can stand it when he raps. I do not like it when he sings. At all. I don't like that sing-songy rap shit. Because, like, the only time I found that shit tolerable was Bone Thugs and Harmony. But even then, it wasn't sing-songy. It was real rhythmic. It was harmonic. But it wasn't... It wasn't fucking... I don't like all that feeling shit. Shut the fuck Like, if I want to listen to that, I'm going to listen to Maxwell or D'Angelo or somebody who does it well. Yeah. I don't want to hear it like you can't talk about and this is some other shit we're gonna get into about it about Drake opening a fucking uh, uh, strip classy club. strip club called the ballet that shit pissed me off but anyway we'll get into that later like I don't wanna hear that shit like cause all I heard for like a month two months was oh my god Chance the Rapper Chance the Rapper and then I downloaded his old shit and yeah. his new shit didn't like either one of them that's to do with the yeah, with the baseball cap. Yeah. I was a baseball cap from Chicago or whatever. Yeah. I can't get into it. And I've tried. I've tried hard. Because you know me. I'll sit and I'll ride with some shit. Ride around with it. Listen to it. You know, go running. Listen to it. And try I cannot get into that shit. Like, Schoolboy Q, I'm with it. I'm with it. I get to. Like, some of the shit I don't. Some of the shit I don't like. Some of the shit is just too fucking gratuitous. But, like, you know, I can I can rock with Schoolboy. I like I like his shit. I like uh, Vic Mensa. Mm-hmm. You know, I can listen to his shit. I like some Kid Cudi shit. 
like uh, I like all the fucking um, Kendrick shit. I like his first album more than I like his second album, but that's whatever. Both of them good. Mm. I like all the J. Cole shit. You know, but like it's some of these new motherfuckers like I just cannot and I don't like none of these fucking mumble rappers. Like, if I'm not like I can listen to Future in the club. Like if I'm in a club, or I'm about to go do some dumb shit. Future is some good, bad decision making music, and I can go and make some bad decisions to that. Any other setting, I don't want to listen to. Designer is so fucking bad. I wouldn't throw the CD out of my car. I would crash my car into a river <laughs> while it was on fire. I, um, when I was in Houston, you know, of course I had to smoke some weed. I think it was Future Plan. And I was just sitting there, you know, because I, I was high. You know, because I think I had, I had took about six, seven hits off the of blunt. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just, but I was listening to the music and and Chuck. Yeah, I could understand the shit. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, keep going, keep going. You know, I mean, I was just sitting there and I'm like, Jimmy, what's wrong? It's like this is the first time I've heard any of this fucking music, and I can understand everything they're saying clearly. Yeah, clearly. And it, I'm just looking at it, and it had me to get just to get high and just listen to this shit. Yeah, we'll see. And we'll I was see. high in the Martians hubcap, man. I, I, that was my god, I was fucked up. Well, see, I listen, I listen to Future because all that shit I download, like, I tried listening to it, like, just the regular mixtape. I tried listening to, like, Dirty Sprite regular and I couldn't do it but then I downloaded the screw the chop version and I was like okay I understood it a little bit better but yeah you gotta be fucked up to listen to that shit man it's 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 like I said man it's the ultimate bad decision making music and what better way to make a bad decision than to be high as fuck <laughs> you do it I just don't understand how people can get into it the way they're getting into it the way they're getting into it. Cause, dude, this that fucking, this that man, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't our era no more. Like our era, was drinking and weed. You're right. You're right. And, and doing it, man. These right. motherfuckers are some goddamn pill heads. Like, you're right. Everybody on motherfucking heroin. Everybody doing oxys and Xanax. And Motherfucking and, and, and drinking lean and all this other shit. But I thought they stopped drinking that shit. What lean? Yeah. Shit. shit. I, I honestly thought they did. I take it back. Old boy was drinking that shit on the on the boat. He spilt that whole fucking thing. Damn man. Like that's that's like, dude. All these motherfuckers. Like, like we went we went from listening to drug pusher music. To drug addict music. <laughs> like, <laughs> this shit don't make no goddamn sense. They went against the drug code as far as music goes. Yeah. Like, yeah, they don't fucking supply. Like, they, dude, all of these motherfuckers, you look at all of them. 
You look at all of them. You see the erratic behavior, how they all have a fucking uh, 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 fainting spells, and, and how all of them get oh, they have exhaustion and all that stuff. That's drugs. That's drugs. I guarantee you, Red Man ain't never missed a show from exhaustion. That motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker. Red Man be smart. Man, come on, bro. Yeah, red man, method man, and be real on one tour together, bruh. There's no way. All of these dudes, they all, they all, a fucking, they all fucking pillheads. They all fucking addicts. And like they, they, they raising a generation of kids. It's just like um, how rave culture died down. It died down because nobody could keep partying like that. You cannot keep partying like that. All those pills, all that weird shit that they do. No, you can't fucking do that. Let me say something about the rave culture. Um, When the glitter kids started showing up, that's never, it started going downhill. Because did I go to raves to buy drugs? We went and we left. Because we knew two, maybe three hours later that that abandoned uh, train or whatever was going to get raided. So we had to get there and get the fuck out. And guess what? It got raided. But then it got to, because, I mean, you sit there, you go, right? You, you purchase your ticket. Giving you ticket, your your your, your flyer, whatever it was, but you had to buy. Yeah. You got a goodie bag. Goodie bag. You got your got your couple of joints. You got maybe a hit of acid, or two hits of uh, X. You just go on in, but you got to find your guy because you 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 put money in for some shit. Rather be some it, it could be some acid or some X. Yeah. But so you go in, you find your guy, but you had to just get the fuck out of there. But uh, but then it got to the point where you go in, and when I say glitter kids, you got the motherfuckers with the glow sticks and the pacifier, and they're just doing all this. It's like, hey man, what the fuck is going on? So I don't know, man, but uh, he's over there. Well, see, that's what happens when you turn when you turn partying into a lifestyle take shit too fucking far you cannot like Wu-Tang said you can't party your life away drink your life away fuck your life away skin your life away you can't and life ain't all about tacos and titties <laughs> I love me some tacos and titties <laughs> Shout out to the pink monkey. <laughs> I still haven't been there. Motherfucking uh, hot bodies. When that mother, you remember when the motherfucking uh, the owner bought us all breakfast tacos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Like, because, like, I, I went. Like, that's when I started going to race. I didn't start going to race until, like, near the end of that thing. Like, 90, 97, 98. Cause I know that shit had been pumping like it. It was underground like with ninety one, ninety two. Shit, actually, the underground shit was eighty eight, eighty eight, eighty nine. 
even nowhere near thinking about drugs. No, but I'm, I'm not talking about drugs. I'm talking yeah. about the, the underground rave party scene. Party scenes. That house yeah. music, all that yeah. shit. Yeah. Like Groups yeah. like Detroit, yeah. Chicago in yeah. 88, 89. And then it started to filter out. And like by 91, 92, that's when you start seeing them pop up around the country. But like the drugs took off with 96, 95, 96. To the point where motherfuckers would go, because it used to be you would go to a rave, have a good time. Yeah. You know, party, do your dope or whatever. That was when it first came out. Yeah, and then cut. But then, like, around, like, when I started going, because the dude, when I was in Hawaii, the dude that I was... Uh, you skipped a big old section. I don't know about that section, okay, so I'm not going to talk about that section. I'm talking about the part that I yeah, experienced. Yeah, yeah. It's like 97, I was in Hawaii, and my roommate Bart was from Seattle, and he was a club kid. Big pants, the overall... Jinkos and all that yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. But Bart didn't do drugs. Bart wanted to be a DJ. So he danced. He, you know, did the whole club kid thing or whatever. And we would go to, like, different places. And he found out where they were having raves in the, in the warehouse district. So he asked me to go. It's like, fuck it. Yeah, let's go. So I go. It's BYOB because they can't bring fucking... They can't sell alcohol in there. So, you know, I bring my bottle... We get there, and when we first show up, like, all the people who show up early, those are the motherfuckers who wanted to go and party and dance and have a good time and then get the fuck out of there. Like, around, I want to say around midnight, 1 o'clock, that's when all of the legit, like, club kids, that's when you get the 16-year-olds coming in who want to do fucking whippets and motherfucking uh, all the real pill heads. Because, like, you know, X was just out. Like, in 97, it didn't make a difference what kind of club you went to. If you went to the hip-hop club, you went to some rock joint, everybody was taking X in 97, 98. But, like, you would see, like, hardcore drug addicts coming for that bitch. Because that's where they could get free dope from. Like, they would show up, and they would just, like, try to get hits of, hits of pills. Like, you see motherfuckers walking around trying to pick up uh, hits off of the floor. Like, it's just ridiculous. That's when people start stealing shit. Like, it just got ridiculous to fucking be in that, in that environment after a while. And I was just like... And then you would go and, like, I, I went with them to, like... I went with him to raise. I went with uh, another couple friends who worked in the... I don't want to say it was a sex industry. Like, they weren't hookers or anything. But, like, they used to do uh, BDSM parties. Mm. That's when uh, industrial started getting big. We fucking uh, what the fuck is that shit that do do host do host niche <laughs> that shit that industrial techno and the uh, goth techno and like they would start doing all that shit and I would go with them to fucking places. Then that became like the new scene. That is the the old fucking house party club scene started dying out. And I was just like, man, these motherfuckers, like, and that, and that's when I really sat back and I looked and I was like, white people crazy as fuck. <laughs> like, that's when I realized, I was like, because they talk about us. Like, how can you be into all of this thug, gangster, gangbanger, shoot them up, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, when, when white people ask me about that shit. You know, I immediately flashed back to the time when I went to the club. I was 
probably one, I was probably the only or maybe one of two black people in the entire building. It's like 600 fucking white people. It's 450 white people, a couple of Asians, some Mexicans mixed in, and maybe one or two black people. <laughs> and I saw a grown man take rubbing alcohol pour it on his hand, set it on fire, and spank a chick with his hand on fire. And I'm like, and you don't think gangbangers are normal? (laughs) Have you seen this shit? Because I know what your kids do after midnight. I've hung out with your kids. Fucking lecture me on what my people are doing. (laughs) Clean up your own shit. (laughs) All right. Okay, because you don't find black celebrities hanging in the closet with their dick in their hand like David Carradine. <laughs> Y'all do some weird, fucked up shit too. So don't. <laughs> it's not. All right, when you find Denzel and some fuck shit like that, he dead with a noose around his neck and a carrot in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that shit is that's some bullshit. But yeah, like I I don't like like going through it and seeing it and meeting because like uh, two of the dudes I was with in Georgia, they were going to they used to go to Palladium like this big fucking stadium club where they used to have these giant raves in L.A. and shit. And they would tell me about it and they would go and talk to the DJs that were there because the DJs like they had music from L.A that the DJs in LA would like sell CDs and stuff like party CDs and shit. And when we were in Georgia, the guys in Georgia who were into that shit, they were in college, but they had never been to the West Coast. They had never been to any big city other than Atlanta. So they didn't have fucking music that these guys had. So they would bring the DJ shit that the DJ couldn't get. And they would play it in these little clubs and shit that we would go to. So, I mean, it was a legit fucking party scene and and, like, I hung out with people that did that shit. I hung out with everybody. But, yeah, like, I, I don't know what it was like. Like, I heard stories of what it was like before. But, you know, that's not something that, that was never fucking part of my world before that time. It was never part of my world before, like, 96, 97. But, I mean, you know, I know about the music, all that shit, happy hardcore and fucking house trance. I was there when fucking uh, Moby Bass Moby Moby was big back then yeah Uh, Bjork was big back then Um, Chemical Brothers was the shit yeah Chemical Brothers was huge Daft Punk was first coming Daft Punk yeah that's when they were doing Around the World but Daft Punk I already stopped going when Daft Punk came out yeah and I mean I, I Look, I pro- look I'm, I'm just going to say this. I probably attended and stayed longer than 45 minutes. And probably been there for about three hours. And then I left. Probably four raves. You know, throughout the whole time. All the other times, I was probably in the car. Or I went in because somebody went in. And where the fuck are you? Yeah. You know, you got my motherfucking money. I'm trying to get my shit. What the fuck you doing? Oh, man, I fucking fuck. Get my fucking shit. You know, it's that kind of shit. Yeah. You know, you stand because we leaving. 
my fucking shit, and then we out. And but or I go to the guy and it's like, hey, what's up, man? You know, we gave money last weekend. Yeah. All right, and then we go back home and go to a party. You know, so everybody was just waiting on us to because everybody went in on the shit, and you know we had to go get it, bring it back because you know it was just it wasn't like it was I was out there getting heroin and none of that shit. It was rather acid shrooms or yeah. X. Yeah, you know? and I mean that's the thing. It's like when you you hung out in that environment, like because like I never did any of that shit. Like I I drank I drank like a goddamn fish. I drank more than I probably should have, but I never got to that point. Like I don't I to this day don't know what fucking X feels like. But. I know when I was sitting on the fucking couch and I feel somebody rubbing on me, it's like, hey, man. Like, so, yeah, man, like, people did it, but, uh, and that's the problem, is people just took it too far. Like, I remember going over, um, I was at a friend's house. For uh, it's a new it was New Year's. It was over mm-hmm. at a friend's house for New Year's, right? So, you know, he barbecuing, whatever. He owned a couple guns, and he lived on this cul-de-sac, and this cul-de-sac overlooks this cliff. And there's no houses or anything out there, so we used to take his pistols and like we shoot them off over the cliffside or whatever. And um. We out there, you know, we at his house, we partying, he's showing us his motorcycles, we popping firecrackers and all this other shit. And I knew he had, I knew he had a, like a 15, 16 year old daughter or something like that, right? So when we were sitting there, she ran in the house, whatever, run upstairs, da 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 da. And we standing in the hallway drinking. And then she peek her head in the thing like that. Oh, uh, you know, such and such is having a party and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's still okay if I go, right? And she's like, yeah. So I know that she stuck her head behind or whatever. So I get up to go take a piss. I'm taking a piss. I'm seeing her coming down the stairs or whatever. Little bitty half shirt on. Big ass overalls. Motherfucking pacifiers all down the thing. Candy necklace on, black like makeup all on here and shit. Just fucking club kid head put up in all of these fucking ponytails and shit. So I'm walking out of the bathroom and I look at her and she stopped like halfway down the stairs. And I look and I was like, my friend daughter a hoe. <laughs> so it's like, cause I knew exactly what the fuck she was finna go do. Like, that's not no friend. That's not what you wear to a friend's party. I know exactly where the fuck your ass is going. I ain't say nothing. It's not my business. Yeah. But. Pacifiers? Yeah. You said candy necklace? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You better get skeeted on and beat it on. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean... 
Like I say, and that's that was always part of the problem. Like, cause I remember walking around with Bart, and you would see motherfuckers walking around with uh with respirator masks on, mm. with fucking spray paint painted on, they had all that fucking silver shit on, yeah. they fucking huffing. Like this isn't partying. Like the first two hours was a legit party. The first two hours was fun as fuck. That that last hour I was there before I left. I was like, dude, everybody up in this motherfucker, like, everybody's eyes was gone. Motherfuckers just, and the DJ's playing the beat, and there's, like, three people on the floor actually dancing. The rest of them were just standing there like fucking zombies. And I was like, oh, this is bullshit. I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. No, so we left, and I was like, let's go to a place with some normal people. And we went to some fucking dive bar, and I ended up, I think I fingered some cigarette girl. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I get it, man. Like motherfuckers want, and that's 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 what's fucked up with hip hop right now. Is everybody looked like in hip hop we grew up listening to? Yeah, you got the high part. You got the the partying and the girls and the money and the cars and all that other shit. But you also got the I was broke, and this is how I came up. And then you get to the part where one of my boys snitched on me and I ended up going to jail and I lost everything and now I got to start over. These motherfuckers don't pay attention to none of that shit. <laughs> like, all they want is that one part. All they see is Biggie on the yacht with Puffy and them stupid-ass shirts flying down the thing and that helicopter coming out of nowhere. I still, to this day, don't know where the fuck Puffy went in that goddamn video. I don't know where the fuck he went. Where he disappeared off that boat. But like that's the only thing they see. They don't see uh <laughs> the, the the so you wanna be hard. They don't hear none of that shit. They don't hear the gimme the loot. They don't hear none of that shit. shit. They don't hear none of that shit. That coming up, running from the cops on the train, they don't hear that being in jail, not being able to feed his they don't hear none of that shit. All they want is that one second on the yacht. And that's what all the music is about. And and dope. Everybody want to be high. You can't be high all the goddamn time. Especially pilled out. Yes. I'd rather be smoked out than on yeah. pills. See, that's what I'm saying. All right. I, I keep saying high. You can't be a fiend. Because I knew, I know people who, who were very successful. Who high a good seventy five percent? Like literally, the only time you didn't know if they were high or not when they were asleep. <laughs> Get it? Okay, yeah, you can hit you some in the morning, go to work, do your thing, go to school, do whatever the fuck you do. Get off work, hit you another one, and go on. Like yeah, you know the same way you can wake up, you know, get you a quick shot in, and go, you know, do whatever. Like you can be functional. You cannot be functional on fucking heroin. <laughs> and if you taking oxy, that's what you taking. If you don't act like I cannot believe motherfuckers, how the fuck are you rapping about taking oxy? Recreation, that's fucking heroin. You just dope feeling. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, 
that whole uh, Xanax, Xanax, what do you call it? Yeah, Xanax, yeah, Xanax. Bars, whatever. Yeah. If somebody needs it, okay, say for instance, I know somebody, they can go on three hours of sleep, right? But then they up, but then they're doing stuff. They got to, it's, just yeah. got to be doing, but they take, they take some, uh, a Xanax, like a quarter piece, yeah. and it kind of mellows them out. You see what I'm saying? But for, let's say somebody like me, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, you get that motherfucking dumb, dumb drug. You just dumbed out. You just- I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, like the, the last few times I took that shit and I was awake. I was awake and I saw everything that was going on. My eyes were open. People asked me if I was asleep, and I said I'm awake. But you just sitting there. I said, man, I'm fucked up. You know, but I'm just sitting here. But then I'm, I'm watching people. I'm looking. And I think this was, by this time, I was kind of coming out of it. Yeah. But it looks like, everybody looked like they're all down syndrome down, man. Yeah. I was just, yeah, no. I wish I had a mirror to look at myself, so, because that would have told me I don't need to be fucking with that shit. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't, I don't fucking get that shit, man. Like, you, like, you seriously want to be pilled out all the time? I don't understand the whole why do you want to take it? What do you, what do you get out of it? What, what, are, what exactly are you getting out of it? And I've taken it, and I still can't figure it out. I don't I don't get that entire look. Look, man, I, I take a couple hits, get high, sit out, look at the stars, chill out, relax, you know, whatever. But I can also not do that. Yeah. And I'm fine. Like, I do not, like, I, I I got the whole acid thing from watching people take acid. I got the whole EXO thing from watching people. Take, I know it's like, I get I, I understand what you get out of it, but shit that just makes you just slump, just makes you, and you just fucking drooling. You, you barely like it looks. You look dead. I do not get that. Like I understand coke. I understand why people take coke. More than why people take that shit. Yeah, yeah. I I can go on about fifteen minutes with that shit and talking about that. I just don't get. I just don't. I'd rather see somebody do some key bumps that than shit, pop a bar. That shit. That shit. But that's what motherfuckers doing. Like, and like I've been high on codeine. Do I've caught pneumonia? At least three or four times in my life. And I've taken it. And I know how it feels. And and like that first that first three minutes when you take it and that warm shit hits you and you just like it feels like you sit in a warm pool. And then there's nothing. And then you just don't feel shit. And I'm like, I don't I don't like this. Like, I don't like not feeling shit. Because, like, I can understand, like, I fucked high. 
that Tim Meadows is right. It makes the sex better. <laughs> but I cannot imagine. Like, why? Like, are you really fucking on bars? You really want some dead fish barred out pussy? Look, is that really what you want? Old lazy lip just drooping like Forrest Whitaker eyelid. <laughs> that shit don't make no damn sense to say, me, man. Say, man, since we're on this subject. Come on, Chuck. What? Do some shrooms. We've already had this discussion. And I'm bringing it up again. Do some shrooms with me. Okay. So you're saying yes? I've already said yes. Well, damn. I've already told you yes. Okay. It's just got to be over time. I ain't got to fucking go to work the next day. Maybe two days. Maybe over the holidays. I don't know. Whatever. It's not gonna be like it's not gonna be some shit. I come over here, we do a podcast, and I gotta work it. Fucking <laughs> 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 that shit ain't happening. <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> <laughs> it'd be that old man to pull that pistol. Up. Hold on, nigga. <laughs> no, man, it don't. That shit don't make no goddamn sense. Like. I've never, like, I've never understood that. And I don't understand, like, that's what I don't understand about the music. That's 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 my main problem with the music. Because that question bar instantly, won't they? I don't know. I'm sure some dumbass has. I'm sure some dumbass, look, man, like, you know, whiskey's good enough for me. Like, I, I, I get, like, yeah, that first, like I said, that first three minutes when that codeine hit you. That codeine hit that first three minutes when you when you get that fucking sitting back. It's a cold day, and you just sit back in that warm motherfucking pool. And you just, and it just come over you. And you get a little bit of that drowsiness, and you just like, yeah. Because that should take away everything, all that pain. But after that, if you still awake, you don't feel shit. It was the point of taking drugs if you don't feel shit. You don't feel shit. You don't hallucinate. You don't see shit. It's not revealing no truths. <laughs> so what's That's the fucking point? point? <laughs> you just know. It's a good point. You know, I can give you the same fucking feeling. Just let me choke you out. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you get the same fucking high. What the fuck is going on? That bitch must not have cooked her dinner right. Is it out there? Sounds coming from over there. Alright, we back. Um 
So, enough of this shit about hip hop. We don't like shit. We don't give a fuck about. Then uh, get into Lil Wayne. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm kind of curious about that because it's been going for what two years now. Yeah. Well, Fifty million dollars. Yeah. Well, fifty million or five million. It's probably fifty. Uh. Okay. So from what I know about this situation, because it's not like I follow Lil Wayne like that. Not that I hate Lil Wayne. I don't hate Lil Wayne. He was a gremlin looking motherfucker. He had some talent. He's had a couple good verses. I don't think he's like how these this generation talk about him as being one of the greats. I don't feel that way. But, you know, whatever. I'm not from New Orleans. I wasn't that huge of a cash money. Like to me, cash money tapped out topped out when they when, when juvenile left. Because <laughs> juvenile can rap. Like four, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Four hundred degrees is five. Um that that Hot Boys album was actually pretty good. BG wasn't too bad, but BG he went to jail. All of them went to yeah. Yeah, all of them went to jail. Um, um, Cash Money went to jail. As a matter of fact, but didn't they? Yeah, Wayne's been to jail. I don't I don't know if Baby's ever been to jail, but whatever. Um, so basically, from what I know of the situation. Wayne is saying that Birdman owes him some money. Uh, Birdman saying that Wayne misunderstood the whole business of the thing. And that uh, when he gave him young money and the label, because, all right, so there's cash money and then there's a sub label called young money. Young money is with uh, Nicki Minaj and Drake and gutter gutter and some other no name rappers that nobody give a shit about was signed to and that was underneath cash money Birdman gave Wayne that he gave him that that platform to put his artists on he paid for all of this other shit or whatever and Wayne feels like uh, the album that he put out he didn't get all the money from and Birdman was like no that out that label I gave you that's the money. Like, I gave you the platform, and, and it's just a dispute. It's a dispute over money. But I thought he was trying to leave the label. He was. Okay, but... Birdman wouldn't pay him, but Birdman don't have to release him. Because, like, Wayne's not young. Wayne owns young money. Wayne's still signed to cash money. So if he goes out and tries to put out an album with somebody else... That album, any music he puts out, belongs to Birdman. Same thing that happened to Dre and all that. Oh, excuse me, Dre. Well, Dre left. But, but for yeah, a period he of time, he couldn't take his music with him. Yeah. Well, I'm saying when he when he left and he made this first album, he still had to kick back money because he was still under 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 label. Yeah, yeah that I was, knew about that. Well, that's shit. what happened Fuck with him. Movie. And, that's what happened with him and Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking about Death Row. When you love yeah. Death Row, you have to leave no. the music behind. But yeah, he was still paying Easy E. Like, yeah. all of that Death Row, all those Death Row albums, he was still paying. Each one of those songs he put out, each one of them albums, yeah, money got kicked back to Easy E. Because Jerry Heller still owned that contract. That son of a bitch died too. Yeah, um, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yes. rest, rest in peace, I guess. Cricket motherfucker. <laughs> But yeah, you know, whatever. It's 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 music industry fuckery. Like, but he's he's trying to make it seem like he can't leave. 
Like he's still in the contract with He them. can't leave. Like, okay. So he can't make no music. He can make music. If he makes any that, that he sells, it belongs to Cash Money. Like, Cash Money can be like, oh, no, we still own your creative rights. You owe us money because you put out an album. Like, they, the, mu- the music that you put out, any money that you make off of that, if they have you under contract and you're not releasing that contract, that money goes to the record label. All of it. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because most most record label deals, see, this is this is the part. This is the part when you watch that VH1 uh TLC special when they explain how points on a record thing works. Mm-hmm. So each record you have 100 points, right? Um, but it's three points, three cents to the dollar. No, each point is like a percentage. So like when one point is like one percent, right? Uh, so let's say each one of your CDs is ten bucks, right? That ten bucks is a hundred points. Seventy percent of that shit off top goes to your marketing, your lawyers, uh, just basic label bullshit, whatever. Boom. That shit goes away. Then you gotta pay the distributors back for actually pressing up CDs. So that's like another 20%. Boom. And then you have 10% generally left for the artist. But the artist has to pay their manager. They have to pay for all this other shit. Not to mention if the label fronts you like half a million dollars to read. To to um, to uh, to live on while you're making the album. Say they give you hundred uh, five hundred million or five hundred thousand dollars in advance, so that you can live, pay rent, do all this other shit while you're making the album, right? If you have a clause, in, if they put a clause in your contract that once the album's out and it starts selling, that the label gets to recoup that, you got to pay that back. Then you have your own personal shit that you have to pay back. Your managers, your lawyers, because you have to pay the label's lawyers out of your album. <laughs> like the motherfuckers that's negotiating against you on your side, some record companies make the artists pay that back. So, like, uh, when TLC was going through their thing, between distribution and the record label fees, they were that took up about 85 points out of that 100 points so 85 percent of whatever they sold went to that then the record label because the record label made them pay for those videos waterfalls was a 10 million dollar video tlc had to pay that 10 million dollars back to the record label so that took out a chunk uh, they had to pay back all of their tour marketing. So when they went on tour, all of the posters, all of that shit that the record label did to promote the tour, they wanted that money back. It got back down to the point to where after selling $10 million, uh, 10 million albums for that fucking TLC uh, Crazy Sexy Love album, the group total made about $300,000. And they had to split that three <laughs> I was 
Migos got fucked. <laughs> you would have made more money selling pussy on tour. What fucking Jew? <laughs> what fucking Jew got them, man? There wasn't no Jew. That was pebbles. Babyface wife fucked them. Don't blame that on, on God's chosen people. <laughs> God's chosen people. <laughs> pebbles did that shit? Yeah. She fucked the shit out of them. Put that spike deal though on. It's <laughs> like, no, I don't want no. <laughs> Just fuck the shit out of them. They signed a bad deal. They signed a bad deal, man. And I'm, I'm, I might have a math run. They might not have got a hundred thousand dollars. They might have got like sixty or seventy thousand dollars because they owe oh, because they got taxes. Because that money that you get off of that, then the government comes in. <laughs> so. They really made about seventy eight. They maybe made like seventy sixty seventy thousand dollars off of that album. Off of ten million sold, they probably netted about sixty thousand dollars off of that shit. A piece. Off of their last album. Off of Crazy Sexy Love, their biggest album. That Crazy Sexy Love, because everybody had Crazy Sexy CD. Cool. Crazy Sexy Cool, yeah, yeah. I didn't have it. I had it. I didn't have that shit. That shit, that shit was good. It was good, but I ain't going on that shit. Fuck that shit. I mean, look, I ain't gonna be riding around no, don't be chasing no fucking waterfall bullshit. I like, personally, I like the first album better. Though, ain't too proud to be. But, I had it. I had that. I had Tony Braxton. Nigga, I got layers. I can be sensitive. <laughs> You got what? I got layers. 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 Like layers. 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 Get the fuck out of here, man. No, but I mean, like, watching that... Look. I'm just fucking with you. Watching that TLC... Watching that VH1 TLC documentary in 30 for 30 broke has opened my eyes so much. To the fuckery that goes on <laughs> with celebrities and their money. I was like, man, y'all dumb as fuck. Like, that shit didn't even. But then I'm looking at it in hindsight with people explaining it to me. I'd imagine that if you like 18, 19, you ain't never had no money, and a motherfucker wave a $500,000 check in your face, and they give you a house, and they give you all this, and they tell you it's yours. And you think, man, I'm getting paid like this to sing. I'm getting paid like this to play basketball. I'm getting paid like this to do whatever the fuck it is I love. And you just ready and willing to sign that fucking thing. Like, I honestly don't think you could get, like, a 30-year-old to do that shit. A 19-year-old who ain't never had shit. Yeah, you can fuck him. You can fuck him. And I think that's how Birdman fucked Wayne. Because Wayne been signing cash money since he was, like, 14. Like, no, he was, like... 12 or 13 when he first signed the cash money. Motherfucker ain't got no father. (laughs) 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 He ain't got no father. Um, You know, and and Birdman was there. Like, that's why he was calling him daddy and all his other shit. You know, he basically saying how Birdman raised him. It kind of looked like the uh, Tony Montana symbol. A little bit. But go ahead. 
But yeah, so Birdman, like Birdman, honey dicked him. <laughs> yeah. So. But I mean, look, man, it's gonna work out because it, it's gonna look, man. Wayne can't, he can't drop mixtapes and tour for fucking ever without dropping no new major label music. Actually, he probably could in this in this day and age with the internet. Like, it's not like you need major label push to do stuff, especially if you already got an established name. But but don't you think that uh, I don't know how this guy is? A Wayne? Yeah. Late twenties? Oh shit! Never like I said, he's been rapping since he was twelve, thirteen years old. Like Wayne's been around forever, but Wayne started when he was young. Like when he hit, when he was at his peak, he was like twenty two, twenty three years old. You got motherfuckers like just just coming to town in a couple weeks. That motherfucker been there fifty, still rapping, better than most of you young. Garbage ass nigga. Shit. <laughs> 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 Should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Just a jeans. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> yeah. Alright. So we have never done this on the podcast. We talk about hip hop all the goddamn time. Okay. Top five. Who's in your top five? See? Who's in your top five? And I know you think about this all the time, because I think about it all the goddamn time. You can't be in hip hop, you can't be in the hip hop and not think about your top five. Okay. Oh, I'll go first this time, says I made you go first <clears throat> on the porn stars. I gave you time to think, because I already got my top five. I already got it in my head, but go ahead. Go ahead. Alright. Top five. And this is just five. Like I say, I don't rank them. It's not one better than the other. It's top five. Cube. Going with Cube. Red Man. Scarface. Kane. Go with Big Daddy Kane. That's four. Um, and see, five is always where I have fucking trouble. But goddamn it, I'm gonna do it. I'm going Sean Price. Going Sean Price. Never had a wag burst. I don't know how many years of rap. Never heard a wag burst from Sean Price. And the only reason why I didn't put Biggie in it is because I picked Kane. And Biggie's from Kane's tree. Kane's where all that shit started. That player, player, gangster, ladies man, like all of that shit. There ain't no Big, there ain't no Jay-Z, there ain't none of that shit without Kane. And Kane could wrap his ass up. <laughs> and plus Kane was repping for the dark skin, bro. <laughs> the, who was it that did that uh, Juice album Juice was that King I think so damn like, dude Kane was like Kane gets slept on and I hate that people don't ever mention Kane 
Because motherfuckers talk about KRS, and I love KRS. I love Rakim. I love all them dudes. But Kane hung with them, lyrically. But Kane made it. Big time. Like, KRS had been rapping for fucking ever. And did all that shit. And he never broke through until those fucking Sprite commercials. Rakim didn't break through until, like, other things. Like, like crossover to everybody. Kane was that first motherfucker. Like, Kane went on tour with Madonna. Kane was on the cover of Playgirl magazine. <laughs> like, yeah. Kane was Kane was that dude when he was hot, when he was doing that. And and you find me, you lyrically find me a better song than Raw. You, I, I defy anybody to find me a song better than that. Is that the song that? Let that come get some, you little bump. Like, come on, yeah. man. Like, yeah, that was on that. That's some yeah. juice. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Oh, warm it up, Kane. Come on, man. Okay, okay. Can't, can't, ain't nobody get better Damn. than Kane. The two, the two dudes that slept on more than anybody else is Kane and LL. And that's because LL's career has just gone on too long. <laughs> like, somebody should have took LL out back and shot him like, oh, yo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just too much. <laughs> But you look at it, LL was hot from Beastie Boys. He was the first artist signed to Def Jam. He was hot from like 86 to what? His last good, I, I won't even say the guy's good LP. I'm going to say last good single was what, 2003? Mama said knock you out. Yeah, what's that? Two, that's Or the GOAT. But yeah, yeah, he had a good job. But it, like, if you want to go, you want to go best track. Best track was um, who shot you? So you go from you go from uh, uh what was it? Rock the bells. You go from rock the bells to who shot you? That's twenty years, dude. That's twenty years of heat. LL was dropping. 20 years of straight heat. <laughs> How the, okay, is this the uh, Biggie who shot you? Not. Actually, no, 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 no. I think it's a similar. No. Who shot you? Mm-hmm. That's uh, Biggie. No, you ain't never heard the can who shot you? I mean, I can't. Uh, the LL who shot you? Oh, man. Oh, we got to play this shit. I'd, I'd be damned. I don't give a fuck. Because this shit ain't going up on YouTube anyway. And I don't think SoundCloud check. So, fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> we finna get into this. Nah, seriously. That's, uh, that's Biggie. Then I might... Looking at it up right now. Old school, new school, need to learn Burn, baby, burn like disco inferno. Burn slow like bunts with yayo. Pilmo skins and Idaho potatoes. Nigga, no. The lyrical, the lyrical. Oh, then it must have been. Was it the remix? The lyrical. Something is taking place. Oh, okay. 
I'm sorry. It's not who shot you. Biggie did who shot you. Yeah. L did I shot you. That's what it was. Because that was the whole um, that was the whole beef between uh, him and Cannabis. is because Cannabis was on the I Shot You uh, song. And he basically just went in on LL. And uh, LL kicked him off the song. controversy between him and Cannabis happened he, when they did the video they shot the whole Cannabis verse right and then LL went after the Cannabis and Jack the Ripper so in the video they cut a remix to the video cut Cannabis verse and put DMX on that bitch and this was before DMX got big so this was like right before Month of Man when uh, It's Dark and Hell is Hot came out and DMX came in on that ooh, DMX Killed this shit. Killed it. Which makes me sad when I hear these new DMX tracks. Because, like, I listen to them and I'm like, Y'all ain't giving this man no production. Y'all just putting it out there. Yeah, just hanging this man out. <laughs> yeah, man. Red and Meth was on this joint. Like, it was a bunch of people that was on this shit. They killed this. And this beat still fired today. And then they had uh, Fat Joe was on here before the whole Terror Squad thing. Like when Fat when Fat Joe was still underground when he's with uh, DITC. That was another cat that don't give him no credit. Fat Joe the rap pun fucking amazing. His career just got cut too short. Motherfucker. Can't stop eating. Now he died. Man, my mother was 40 pounds when he died. And he was still slinging dick. Motherfucker had money. You pay two bitches to hold up your gut. I love this. <laughs> Over this, man. That's some bullshit. Damn.
you know, everybody want to put Biggie and Pac in their list. And Biggie and Pac is definitely in my top ten. Definitely in my top ten. Uh, Big only had two albums. I love Big to death. If 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 I gotta pick somebody to go bar for bar with anybody, I pick Big. He's probably the best storyteller in hip hop between him and Slick Rick. But yeah, y'all ain't listening to no fucking Sean Price. You need to fucking listen to that shit. I, I would I would uh, go with uh, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up part two. Uh Boom Baye. Uh anything on the Donkey Kong Junior Donkey Donkey Sean Jr. mixtape. Like fuck, cause that's 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 one half of uh Health the Skeleton. If you don't know who Health the Skeleton is, you don't like hip hop anyway. Rook and Rock. Shout out to the Rock Nest Monster. Alright, so just to recap, I went Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Man. Probably the most consistent MC ever in hip hop history. Uh, Scarface. And yeah, I am biased. I'm from Houston. But if you don't think Scarface is one of the best rappers in the fucking world, tell me who had that many good albums. Because if you ain't heard Americas, if you ain't heard his last joint, Face still killing motherfuckers. Um, Kane. It's, it's fucking Big Daddy Kane. Like, it's so much fruit that fell off of that Big get, Big Daddy Kane tree. Like, it's, it's so much that to come out of that. Like, that that is... Big Daddy Kane was a transition from the 80s to the 90s. Like, people talk about it being other people. It's not. Because nobody mixed... He had love joints for chicks. He had hard street shit. He had club albums. All his shit hit. His image, nobody questioned Kane. Kane could go anywhere. He could be in a club. He could be in a boardroom. He could be everybody. He 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 personified an era. So I think Kane's spot in top five is unquestionable. And if I had to pick that dark horse, that one that nobody would pick, it's Sean Price. Simply on the strength that if you ain't heard Sean Price rap, you go and look up a verse. Look up any Sean Price. Just type in Sean Price in YouTube. Pick any fucking song. Any freestyle. Sean Price is a goddamn beast. Alright? If you want a mainstream song, Listen to LaFleur, uh, was it LaFleur, I, I can't even fucking say the name name of the thing, it's, uh, the Fab Five from the Boot Camp Click, LaFleur, LaFly, Eshkoshka. You never heard that shit? Some fucking French on my ass? That's the name of the fucking song. Got your ass. 
I bet you if I play it, you'll know it. I guarantee you if I play it, you'll know it. Is that that uh, Ghostface song? No. Figure more featuring LOG. Yeah. Here we go. I guarantee you, you know this fucking song. But you forgot about Nas. You forget about Nas. Cool G rap. Say, I look at Cool G. Cool G didn't have that same impact that Kane had. Cause like if I pick Nas, the only person I'll kick out for Nas is you, Redman. You would kick off for Nas. She tell me you never heard it. They never heard it. You never heard of Smith and Wesson, Black Moon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the same fucking group. Now I never heard this song. Oh. Yeah, I heard of Smith and Wesson. Yes, I heard of Black Moon. But this song right here. Yeah, this is uh, Smith and uh, no, Hilda Skelter and the original Gun Clappers, which was uh, Buckshot and But yeah, all these dudes from boot camp play. That kid Capri? Nah, that's Drew Hop. That's a dude that uh the guy that owns the label that owns boot camp. Like 
Like this shit, this is what I used to listen to for hours in my fucking room when I was in uh when I was stationed in Georgia. Cause motherfucking boot camp click, like them motherfuckers was just like to me, like in in terms of New York hip hop, in terms of groups, there was Wu Tang, and then right below that was boot camp click. Like them motherfuckers was just fine. Oh. Yeah. Now see this. This is Sean Price. You can go on there and search. You can listen to every. I got every last one of his mixtapes. I got all his studio albums. It's not one whack verse recorded from Sean Price ever. And that motherfucker been rapping for fucking ever. And R.I.P. to Sean Price because he died last year. 42. Too young. Too young. And was still spitting. Now, I don't expect everybody to take that pick. I get it. He wasn't famous. Not like that. But he had to be the most respected rapper. That whole beef between Wu-Tang and uh, Ghostface and, and Action Bronson that happened because because at Sean Price's funeral, Papa Wu got an Action Bronson face. That's how I respected 
Sean Price was. All in New York. Like when Sean Price died, okay. you remember how when Biggie died, yeah, he yeah. rode his casket through Brooklyn? Yeah. Same thing happened for Sean Price. They just didn't show it on the news. <laughs> that's how famous. That's how that's how respected Sean Price was. You would not I guarantee you will not find a wag versus Sean Price. Ever. <laughs> that motherfucker could rap. He could rap. And it was it was it was fucked up because there's a song that he did called Broker's Rapper, you know. It was a song that I played for Erica called I Love You Bitch that he wrote to his wife. <laughs> like like how you like uh Wheeler Walker Jr. That's Sean Price in rap. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You must not love you, bitch. <laughs> Broke his rapper, you know. Oh my god. That monkey bought Boombaye. Boombaye is that's the that that shit. I don't understand how the fuck that shit came out. Didn't nobody didn't nobody catch that. And uh, you ever played uh, Grand Theft Auto three? No. You never played that shit. Cause that's how people found out about it. That's how I found out about it. He was on it, and when you play the the New York hip hop station, there was a song on there where they gonna give us all that we got. We keep on rising to the top. Homies keep rising to the top. That was Sean Price was on that song. Sean Price and Aguilar. Cause I like that song so much, I went on the internet and started searching it. So then I found out who uh, who was on it, and that's how I found fucking Sean Price. Cause I'd always listen to Boot Camp, but when he was with Boot Camp, uh, he never used his real name. He always used uh, Rock or uh, Ruck, cause Helter Skelter was uh, was a uh, Rock and Ruckus, which <laughs> <laughs> is kind of funny. My name is Father, Brother, Uncle Ruckus, no relation. That's enough about my top five. Who's your top five? Shit. I'm, I'm afraid to even say it, man. I Go mean, ahead. Speak it. Let it be spoke. Top five. No order. Just MC. Yeah. MC. But this is single. This is single. Because I count, I count groups and single artists different. Because I got different groups. But go ahead. So what am I going on? Just MCs. MCs. A single MC. Chub Rock. Oh, wow. I can't argue with that. Uh, Chub Rock is goddamn amazing Chuck Rock is fucking amazing not not super not super famous but people sleep on that flow Chuck Rock that 1990s Chuck Rock Chuck get the fuck out of here man uh, Chuck Rock Chuck Rock oh, man that shit threw me yeah Chuck Rock and fucking Large Professor ooh Large Professor was nasty too though Large Professor was nasty too I'm about to go to Ghost. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say this. The only reason I didn't take Ghost, because Ghost is one of my favorites, 
is because if you're in a group, which she is, he's in Wu-Tang, he's part of Wu-Tang, if you're not better than the group as a whole, I can't count you as a Because, like, I'd always, I love Ghost. I got all this, all the soul albums except for that fucking um, bullshit R&B album he made. Mm-hmm. But I'd always rather listen to him on a Wu-Tang album. Like, if you give me a choice between taking Ghost as a solo artist and Ghost as part of Wu-Tang, I'm always going to take Ghost as part of Wu-Tang. That one album, a lot, lot. Oh, um, Supreme Clientele. Yeah, but that one song. Yeah, Shea Shea La Ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Tommy Matola. That was my shit. Live on the road. You used to ride around just. Oh, man. uh, Dude, I was uh, in Hawaii uh, when that shit came out. (laughs) Man, when that shit came out, ah, bro, that whole son of me was shit. He's like, this motherfucker's stupid in this bitch. Especially when he did the uh the the, the thing before Child Play, when it was like it was like, no no no, straight up man, who you fuck? I'm fucking Missy God. Yo, heaven is purr. Heaven is purr. <laughs> you tell Neil, when I see him, I'm alone. There's only one Wu-Tang skit better than that skit. Actually, two. There's two. The purple tape skit. When Meth was like, was like, hey, yo, yo, yo. You remember that kid shot me? I just seen him. He got busted his, his head two times. Yo, he probably took the tape. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. The fuck? <laughs> the fuck out of here, fucking corn. <laughs> <laughs> you remember shot me from like 212? <laughs> like what, 12? <laughs> I just seen him. He landed like a fucking newborn baby. It's it, all it, times it, of blood. Is he dead? <laughs> 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 is he dead? That and man, that fucking skit between uh, dog shit and NGM when the motherfuckers was cracking on that dude, and he was like, <laughs> man, just trying to look like a dish rag. Nigga, <laughs> just trying to look like a cracker. He's <laughs> like, motherfucker came here with a Lamar sandwich. <laughs> what do you want, you big dummy? <laughs> Probably won't play it. Oh my god! Uh, uh, so how many I got? 
Oh, uh, say Chub Rock and Ghost. So you got three more left. Oh, dirty. Okay. <sighs> Fuck, man. Uh, Brock Hinn. Yeah, okay. Biggie. I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't dispute no. I cannot dispute. I cannot. Cause I mean, come on, man. Rock. See, that's the thing is, Rock got a lot of fruit off, off fruit off his tree too. Like, there's a lot of cats that came from Rockham's tree. Like, Rockham is the roots of a lot. Of, like, Rockham is the roots of Nas. Rockham is the roots of a ton of motherfuckers. Rockham is the roots of new Wu Tang. Like that whole five percent, but then uh, Kane was a five percent of two. But like that, that was yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, I cannot go against that. I cannot go against that. Damn, you got that "Treat Him Right" song in my head, man. The music. Yeah, but that, yeah. that's why I picked Kane because nobody ever picks Kane. Nobody ever says anything about Kane, and that fucking bothers the fuck out of me. Wait a minute. Treat him right. Kane did that or Chubb no, Rock? Treat him right. Uh, yeah, Chubb did treat him right. Chubb did treat him like they want to no, Treat him right. No, treat him right. No, go. No, 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 no. That's, uh, that's I do work. I get the job done. Yeah. But, like, yeah, man. Like, I, I, I just, I personally do not think Kane gets nearly enough credit. Which is true. It's true. It's true. It's true. But you know, you know, you know the one reason why I didn't particularly like Kane. Why? Because when I was growing up, you know, motherfuckers with the oh, with the yeah, all that shit. Then motherfuckers would clown in my ass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I get it, man. It's I never owned a Big Daddy Kane album. Well, neither did I. I was too young, but, but I still remember his shit. Yeah. Like, and and like I I listen to his shit now. Like I just don't think I know I don't think Kane like he had the he had the whole style thing. He had the whole street thing. He had everything he was the first dude to make that shit cool like to make it cool to be able to walk in everything because that was before LL did forgot about Ice-T yeah but that's why I picked Cube because like if I'm gonna go West Coast guys I'm taking Cube over Ice-T because like that's why I put Cube in it because Cube is the father of West Coast hip hop like you can say whatever the fuck you want. Like all I, the, I can't say nothing. All the Q, all the Dre shit was, all his early shit was written by Q. Yeah, yeah. Until Q left NWA and then it was written by Ren. But you look at Q's like first three solo. Come on, man. You can't like the first NWA album and the next three Ice Cube albums solo. Like there's no fucking like there's no there's not even a question of who's the fucking father of West Coast gangster rap. 
Because he wrote Dre's and fucking uh, Easy's lyrics. There's no fucking question about that. And then Face, you say what the fuck you want about Outkast and all this other shit. Scarface is the father of Southern hip hop. Who was big before Scarface? <laughs> Who was big before him? Before Scarface, and who's still putting out albums from the South? And and I'm not counting Luke. I cannot count Luke because Miami does not count as part of the South for some reason. I do not know why. You don't ever hear it mentioned with Southern hip hop. You hear it mentioned with strip club music. You hear it mentioned with party music, with dance music. You never hear that people talk about Luke being from the South. And I know we both know he's from the South. We both know Miami is damn near the southernmost city in the goddamn country. It's the dong of America. Yeah, but nobody ever mentions Miami as part of the South. They just talk about Miami like it's Miami, like it's some fucking foreign land. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why, but nobody talks about it like that. But you talk about for real, and plus Luke didn't have no lyrics. Luke had beats. Luke had some nasty, ooh, it's nasty time up in this month. Like, <laughs> man, you talking about the, the diary, that fucking Scarface with that motherfucking hand of the, of the dead body when he was like, I never seen a man cry until I seen that man die. But come on, man. Motherfucking fuck faces. All that shit Scarface did. Man, that shit is clear. Get the fuck out of here. Ludicrous? Really? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like you just don't you don't get like there's Scarface and there's UGK and there's Eight Ball and, and and MJG and then there's everybody else from the South. Like once you get past them three groups, that's them. And then you got another wave of like uh three six mafia, uh cash money. Uh, no limit, like them dudes was that that era, and then you got this new wave of the South. Although I take that back, there was a Southern Native Tongues group that don't nobody ever talk about, and don't nobody ever mention. But them motherfuckers was fired for for a while. Was uh was motherfucking uh with speech. The fuck was they called with uh ah. You shut the fuck up with that shit. shit. Don't you bring that shit up, man. What? No. No. Don't put that on that same level. Don't. Don't you put that on that same card. Don't you put that on that same card. I'm saying same generation. I'm not saying same level. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck them motherfuckers, man. I No. Alright. What was his name? Uh... Trick, okay, Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy is later. Okay. Uh, unless you in, unless you're in Florida, because I'm sure he was grinding in Florida way before then. I'm talking about national scene, though. But Trick Daddy was later, because Trick Daddy didn't jump through until they did that uh, song with Trina. You ain't never seen that. <laughs> Pop nigga like me. Got about that shit. <laughs> That was, one, that was also one of my favorite skits. When they walked in the bathroom and the motherfucking bathroom attendant, nigga, can they with that medium shirt on? <laughs> that shirt size, nigga, extra medium. 
when Trina was young and finding them motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Trina still fine. Trina still get this dick, but yeah. is that the one that went deaf? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was Trina. She lost her uh, hearing. No, Foxy Brown was deaf. But yeah, man, like what the fuck was the name of that goddamn Arrested Development? That's what yeah. they were called. What do you think about Johnny Depp playing the cop in the Big and Small Tupac movie that's investigating what happened in L.A.? I don't know, man. I hope they find out what the fuck happened. But Come on, that's a fuck find out what happened. Anybody's going to find out what happened. It's just a movie. This is a movie. Have, this is a movie. Not I about think Johnny, trying to figure it man, out. Johnny Depp's an excellent goddamn actor, and I think he could do any fucking role except for Tonto. <laughs> so you seen that movie? Yeah, I seen that movie. So what'd you think? I thought it was everyday garbage. Bring it up. We gonna play some horseshoes. Some horseshoes. <laughs> <laughs> That bitch went crazy over that shit, didn't she? Oh, my God. Look, man. I'm not going to, you know. Look, man. They, they, were the, they were the Southern and of the Native Tongues movement. And speech was not a bad rapper. Uh, the group was, I, I can't even call it a group. It was one rapper and a bunch of hype men. But... I mean, they had some. They had some decent tracks. They had some decent radio tracks. And I heard that album because the album's actually not bad. It's not a hip hop classic, but it's not bad. But I mean, look, look who they was fucking uh, going against. You got De La Soul. Remember Fushnickens? Yep. Not bad. Fushnickens don't get enough credit because they did that song with Shaq. But the foolish niggas was that I'm a true what? I'm a true foolish nick. I'm a true what? Yeah, I knew the part, man. Come on, man. They had motherfucking uh. Now see, and this was funny, is that all mumble rappers? Because we had mumble rappers. They were called Dos Effects. <laughs> well, okay, Dos Effects weren't mumble rappers. Dos Effects were making up words rappers. <laughs> they made up some motherfucker. Skippity <laughs> doo. <laughs> nah, they didn't make that word up. Skippity doo. <laughs> Come on now. They didn't make that word up. They that word was already made up. <laughs> they just put it on the track. Yeah. Huh. Straight from the sewer. The sewer. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Martin's full of manure. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking leaders of the new school. <laughs> row, row, like a dungeon, dungeon dragon. <laughs> Pull your pants up, cause your pants are sagging. Like, yeah, man. And I still, to this day, find me a posse track better than scenario. You can't. Find me a track with people from different crews 
rapping on the same track that is better than motherfucking scenario. That that's how it starts off, right? Okay, okay, okay. No, no, that's not scenario. Cause that that's microphone check. Take one, two. What, what is this? That's not scenario. Scenario is here we go, yo. Okay. Here we go. Okay, yo. okay, okay. Here we go. What's what's the scenario? Okay, here okay. Bo knows this. And Bo knows that. But Bo don't know Jack. Cause Bo can't rap. Yeah. And <laughs> 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 uh what's that guy? Brown on there and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Buster Rhymes. Yeah, Buster. Cause it's lead, it's leaders of the new school and tribe. tribe. Yeah, like you're not gonna find one like there's some that are, is good, but there's none that's better. You're not gonna find none that's better than this scenario. And that video, that video is so goddamn legendary because even just the people that pop up on the video, that fucking Midnight Marauders cover is fucking uh, is is goddamn legendary just because of the people who's on the goddamn cover. You got Young Red Man, Eric Sermon, you got all these cats. Uh, De La Soul is in that fucking thing where they show all those pictures. Like, you look at that picture, that's the fucking history of goddamn hip-hop. You, you're not, like... Come on, man. Like, it, it, that shit... And that's what I say. Like, because if I go to groups... Like, I gave you my top five single MCs. If I go to groups... Tribe... Okay. And this one I can rank. Number one... Of all time, Wu-Tang. There's not a group better than Wu-Tang. Period. Now, the next four, can you can arrange them however the fuck you want. <laughs> N.W.A. Tribe. Go Outkast. Before Badu. Who? Before Badu. They were, they were only like that, that album that they put no, out no, after well, her well, well, the I'm album saying. they put out after her was two separate albums they weren't a group then no what I'm saying group. is before Dre started fucking with Bardu nah cause then you gotta take out um motherfucking uh Stankonia cause they third album was good fourth album was uh no I'm sorry not Stankonia Equimini Equipment I was good. I don't even fuck what nobody say. So he was fucking with her then? Yeah, okay, he was, was fucking with her then. Excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. well, he was sort of fucking... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, Woo, NWA, Outkast, UGK, Legit Group. You know what? Fucking Ball and G. I'm going Ball and G. They ballin' MJG. Those are my top five groups. In hip hop. Fuck. Das effects. Okay, I can respect that. Um Passing me by. Who did that? Far side. Far side. I can respect that. I was. I was. I was. I was. I was on the fence, but I think Ball and G got a better record, like a consistency, than Far Side. But look, Far Side. Look, 
Pass Me By is one of the top five best songs ever made in hip hop. You got Other Fish, Your Mama. <laughs> like, there's a ton of fucking far side songs. Uh, Can't Keep Running Away. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, far side got a ton of joints. But then you gotta look at, like, if you're talking about just straight up songs, you got uh, Souls of Mischief with that 95 till, uh, 95 till Infinity. Come on, man. Was it 93 to Infinity? It's one of those. And you got the Loonies. With that, uh, with I got five on it. Uh, <laughs> shit. Shit. That happened if I was living. This is 97, 98. Right? Right? I think so. Everybody in that daggone grandma. Hey, man, I'm getting ready to get this uh, sack. Well, I got. Would you shut the fuck up? I got one of them to throw something at a motherfucker with that shit. Still don't make this song bad. Still don't make the song bad. That beat, that's, that's why everybody knew it, man. That shit was fire. It's like a bunch of somebody's uncles just made a made a song, and that was it. Hey, you listen to the fucking lyrics on that bitch. I heard the song, but am I wrong when I say it's like somebody's uncles? Oh no, the hook, yeah. I mean, that's, that's motherfucking Katash and, and all the motherfuckers from the other. This shit was still fucking fine. This is like a Sprinkle Me by E-40 and Sugar T. What happened to Young Bloods? They made two albums and that was it. That uh, South, uh, South, uh, South, 80, 85 South. Yeah, they fell off. Fuck, man, that was a, that was a fucking tight ass song, man. That was, some, that was a good group. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, Sleepy Brown fell off. There's a bunch of people that fell off. Motherfucking labels wasn't giving out that experimental hip hop money no more. And that's why so much. That's why so much of this shit sound the same now. It's because now you want to get on, you want to get some money and to do your crowd, you got to sound like the motherfucker that's popular. Panda, 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 panda. Alright, that's all I know. I got bros in that money. As a matter of fact, that song was what the song that I was listening to after we just got finished smoking that blunt and I was I just sitting there and like... Atlanta. Rip it to do to defend him. But I'm telling you, though. Because uh, that's all their, the music they're playing. But once my high was wearing off. Nah, I ain't smoking no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're out there drinking. Because I'd be no good smoking and drinking since I hadn't been smoking. So... Yeah, man. There was the first time for like 45 minutes, all that shit was playing. I was like, man, I can understand everything that they're saying right now. Should have put on Timmy Turner. Timmy, Timmy Turner. He be wishing for a burner. <laughs> <laughs> that shit that I played last time. 
That was motherfucking. Uh, <coughs> oh, wait a minute. You still got two more to go. Oh, shit. Um, groups. You ain't got to pick just random people. Like, you can pick some of the same people I pick. Nah, man. Because you got them already. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. Third base. Are you. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say third base. This motherfucker put MC Search. It's the greatest groups in hip hop. You gonna pick third base? What was it? Was it uh, MC Search and? Uh... I forgot the two black dudes. I forgot their names. Third base was two white guys and a DJ. I thought it was one white guy, two black dudes. I thought it was. Nah, it was. Uh, prime, oh. prime minister. Ah. Nah, man, he he wore a fur coat and then he had a cane. God, prime minister MC. No. Shit, I can't think of the fucking name. Okay, I know. All right. You're right. The the DJ was black. Yeah. Yeah, there was uh, MC Search, Pete, Pete Nice, Nice, isn't it? DJ Richie Rich. That was third base. Okay. Pete Nice. Man, if I'm going, if I'm going white rappers, like Search... Search ain't even in my top five in white rappers. Hold on, man. I gotta think. Let me think. I'm going Everlast, Eminem. Well, fuck. Thank you. House of Pain, then. Shit. Damn. Hey, hey, hey. Everlast. Everlast was dope. Before the crack? Yeah. We had that heart attack and all this shit. But, yo, Everlast was dope. DJ Lethal, some DJ Lethal man, that motherfucker was dope too. So, I could have said, um, said poor righteous teachers. Yeah, poor righteous, poor righteous teachers. teachers. You could have said brand newbian. Yeah, X Clan. Yeah, uh, little brother. I can't believe you ain't go with your peoples. Little brother from North, from North Carolina, you know where little brother, the Minstrel Show, the what show, the Minstrel Show. You never heard that album, Minstrel, the Minstrel Show, Minstrel. Yeah, like a minstrel cycle or a minstrel. No, minstrel. Like a church. No, like niggas in blackface, minstrel, man tan. Hey, <laughs> you never heard that shit. That's what they, that's what the album's called, the Minstrel Show. You never heard that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta get you. I gotta get you on some little brother. <laughs> nah, man. Little brother, little brother. Was what motherfuckers hoped Petey Pablo was gonna be? <laughs> like little brother should have been the thing that represented North Carolina, not motherfucking Petey Pablo. Not that take your shirt off, spin it around your head like a helicopter. Like that shit wasn't. Yeah, nah. Little brother is the shit. But uh, yeah, there's a ton of groups. Uh, Field Mob, Black Sheep, Black Oh Black Sheep, 
iconic song, Engine Ninja, number nine, going down, go line. But then you could have went old school. You could have went Marley Marl and the Furious Five. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. under. <laughs> Broken glass everywhere. <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang. Damn, man, there's a ton of fucking groups. Um, who the fuck was it? Uh, beer. Can I take a piss? You could have went to live group. Uh, both fucking uh, digital underground, fat boys, it, it, the fat boys, salt and pepper. This <laughs> 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 sound like she got a yeast infection. <laughs> Check this shit out. Little brother, the menstrual show. Don't go with his rap, man. His flow. You gotta listen to the. You gotta listen to it. I'm telling you. Get an album of songs. Because all this shit, this whole album was produced by Jay Dillon. This shit. This when this came out, this is one of my favorite fucking albums. Matter of fact, I know you've heard some big little brothers. Cause this shit came out after I met you at the store and I used to ride around with this shit in the car all the goddamn time. Cause this came out with oh Six or seven, something like this. Yeah, cause this is all Jay Dillon, Ninth Wonder. This album, as far as I'm concerned, it's goddamn classic. The Mr. Show fucking classic. I can't believe these motherfuckers didn't get bigger than they did. Cause they got they got some notoriety, but not nearly as much as they should have. 
this shit is censored. I hate censored fucking hip hop. I don't want to hear all that. I know you said shit. I know you said bitch. Just say bitch. <laughs> I want to see that shit. That's why I can't watch no fucking uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop censored. Freeze, mother plucker! Shut the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yo, this is Chuck from the Whatever Man Podcast. You just finished listening to part one of episode 17, Top Fives and Tater Thoughts. Uh, A couple corrections that we need to address before we move forward. Okay, so in the first top five of adult film stars, one of the names that we could not remember was Tara Patrick. Also, it is not Tia Carrera. It is Asia Carrera. Uh, both arguable top fives, definite top tens. Uh, another correction, the LL Cool J song where the cannabis B started was not I Shot You. It was 4321. That was the song where cannabis dissed LL on his own song. And LL went after Cannabis and Jack the Ripper or Jack the Rapper. Uh, so we need to get that correction out there. Also, a ton of groups and artists that we left out. I'm not going to name them all. I'm going to name the ones that came to mind after I listened to and edited down the part, uh, the part one. So, uh, shouts to Run DMC, The Beastie Boys, Onyx, Nas, Capone and Noriega, Mob Deep, Goody Mob. Bone Thugs, Run the Jewels, Big Crit, Public Enemy, Diggable Planets, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, Eric B and Rakim, BDP, Slick Rick, the list can go on, Dougie Fresh. Like, there's just a ton of people that we left out. We went too deep. Part two should be coming up soon. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you didn't, I really don't give a shit. Stay tuned for part two, you rat bastards, and uh, we'll be back with some more of that old bullshit. It's whatever man, 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 it's whatever man.